another one of those David Spade jokes. Why not? I'm, I've been liking him so far. His new show on Comedy Central. The movie Dark Phoenix bombed in the theaters, and Caitlyn Jenner was a jerk on Instagram. <laughs> it's been a rough time for X-Men. <laughs> oh. You get it. There you Took go. Took me a minute. <laughs> He's going to not be political and see if there's an audience for And not be politically correct either, apparently. Um, this hour, things we're most likely to lie about early in a relationship. Number one, I've never done, but it is number one, so we'll hit that. Um, and I've uh, got the statistics to back up why tomorrow night's debate is likely to be fiery. I think tonight's going to be a snoozer. I think it's going to be a bunch of Santa Clauses trying to outdo each other on uh, on that. But I'll tell you one thing you might find tonight or tomorrow is the various candidates desperately trying to out-accuse Trump of being racism each other. I got I got to assume CNN's going to set him up for that. They're going to go crazy. Especially Don Lemon. Is it Lemon cuz Tucker Carlson says Lemon. It's is, Lemon. Is that just a shot? It's yeah. the, the delightful just a childish shot. Yeah. Uh so Don Lemon is going to go big with that cuz that's been his show for 2 weeks now. People plant lemon trees. What are they thinking? Cuz you end up with hundreds and oh. hundreds of lemons. Oh, we have so many lemon trees. The guy who, who originally planted our orchard, what dude, what were you doing? Well, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're going to be like lemon Santa Claus because you got to give them away unless you're making just endless gallons of lemonade and and, and just acres of lemon meringue pies and the rest of it. If you got extra citrus, bring me your citrus. I All will right. take it off your hands. What are you going to do with lemons? Bring me your poor huddled citrus. They, they pair wonderfully with various cocktails of my evenings. Gotcha. Yeah, but how many do you need? How many people am I having over? All right, then. I stand corrected. Uh, the orange, the delightful orange, the grapefruit, uh, the peach, the plum, the apple. So much more useful than the lemon. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, they will be desperately trying to out-accuse the president of racism. And I will tell you this. I will grant you this. Donald J. Trump is is rude. And he's not only is he not presidential on Twitter, he's not your sales manager. On Can you imagine... Your sales manager tweeting about what a psycho some chick on TV is. Well, maybe so. I don't know. But he's going after Mika today, Mika Brzezinski from MSNBC. And uh, just reminded my staff that Morning Joe and Psycho were with me in my room at their request the night I won New Hampshire. Likewise, followed me to other states, etc. So he's unconventional. He's rude. He's a brawler. A lot of Trump supporters agree with me that I wish you would quit giving a club to your opponents to beat you with. On the other hand, every single virtually person in the mainstream media responding to what Trump said the other day about Baltimore and calling it racist is just dumb. It's not true. I could pick apart what he said and explain how, no, that's legitimate criticism. It's a little harsh, a little rude. But, for instance, one of my favorites was you got a a bunch of these with hurt in their voice activists saying, no human being would want to live there. That's one of the things Trump said about the Elijah Cummings particular chunk of Baltimore. So the black people who live there aren't human beings? I mean, that is an idiotic argument if you're a nine-year-old. If you're a nine-year-old, you make that argument, I'm going to spank you and send you to your room. Wow. Right. But you have adults actually, and people say, yeah, yeah. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. No human being is happy living amidst incredible crime, murder, a murder rate worse than Guatemala, failing schools, graft, corruption, 
uh, a crooked police force in a lot of cases. Thousand different reasons Baltimore's failing as a city. Just ludicrous that that sort of harsh criticism would be called racist. Insensitive, maybe, but not racist. And you add to that, and you don't need to add anything to it because I'm right, but you add to that all of the criticism of Baltimore in the name of helping it from Democrats through the years. Here are a couple of clips you might enjoy. Sean, unleash what you got there. About a year ago, city leaders identified some of the city's most violent neighborhoods. What the hell? We should just take all this down. To target. Ooh, you can smell the rats. Under Baltimore's Violence Reduction Initiative. Ooh, Jesus. Just last week, we went with Mayor Pugh as she toured an East Baltimore neighborhood. Oh, my God. You can smell the dead animals. Blocks of dilapidated buildings helped to hide the addiction that's crippled this community. Oh, my God, you can smell the dead animals. That's not what you want your mayor saying. It's a crippled community. And then do we have Bernie handy? Bernie made a tour of Baltimore and said, this is a rich country. But what we saw today didn't make you think you're in a rich. Oh, go ahead. Was that America is the wealthiest country in the history of the world. But anyone who took the walk that we we took around this neighborhood would not think you're in a wealthy nation. You would think that you were in a third world country. Right. Which is pretty harsh criticism of a urban area. Right. Run by Democrats for decades, just for the record. But when Donald J., in his inimitable style, says, Elijah Cummings' district is crappy. Here's the universal description you hear from the media. This weekend, racist messages raging from the president's Twitter feed. Donald Trump masterfully makes it a racist debate about Baltimore. Another racist attack on an African-American member of Congress and the city he represents. Well, the president is, as he usually is or often is, disgusting and racist. He uses a racist appeal. He uses a bait and switch. In the most bigoted and racist way. A racist president who attacks people because they are African-Americans. He says he's not a racist, but the racists believe he's a racist. How to respond when a president says racist things. A racist who makes ever more outrageous racist remarks. Donald Trump is a bigot and a racist. I don't. This isn't even subjective. Donald Trump and his people think white people are so racist right. that the way to get them to vote is to be racist. This is just who Donald Trump is. He's just an old racist. You know, and if you have any perception about humankind, you realize that anybody who does have any conscience about race and racism is just getting deadened. You know, if somebody said, oh, that was racist what you said. Most of America is just, oh, whatever, well, uh, whatever, I so don't care. I, I don't, I, I think it's amazing that anybody's calling those obviously racist, but I separate the opinion people and the politicians because they got a, they're a thing they're doing, they're trying to accomplish. The one voice in there that you might have recognized, George Stephanopoulos doing straight news on ABC This Week, opening his show with more racist tweets from the president. I thought, wow, I can't believe that's where we are. Yeah. That he's not even going to make the slight adjustment in phrasing to say, tweet some are calling racist, which is all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's he's okay with, we're, we're just going to declare as a news organization, this is racist. Um, I would be willing to wager money that when the poll comes out today, tomorrow, when they ask people that the majority of people don't think they're racist. 
Um, when Trump attacks Elijah Cummings like he attacked Adam Schiff be, and Rosie the, O'Donnell, the majority of the people, the majority of people didn't think send them back home was racist, mm-hmm. and that's a hell of a lot closer to racist than criticizing somebody's district, which is a common thing to do. You know, somebody said it of fascism not long ago. It's become you're a doo doo head. Well, now racist is you're a doo doo head. I mean, you got a white Hispanic gal and a Somali Muslim and whatever those other people are say, y'all ought to go back where you came from. What race are you racist against? Maybe you're a bigot. Maybe you're belligerent. Maybe you're a nativist. But now everybody's calling everybody a racist over everything that, that offends them. The term is becoming increasingly meaningless, which gives cover to racists. But, you know, I'm losing this fight. It's all right. I lose a lot of fights. And, uh, and we're careening uh, down that road. Of course, you know, the more and more people who take our advice and unplug from the mainstream media, I think uh, there's hope that we won't all become completely insensitive to the word racism. You know, Joe, it is, of course, society. People are hearing fewer compliments than they used to. I've got stats on that. That's really smart of you to bring that up. (laughs) That didn't sound sincere. I'll work on that. That didn't sound sincere either. Tomorrow. (laughs) If I remember. (laughs) And also, the things we're most likely to lie about early in a relationship, and I can back up with statistics why tomorrow night's debate is going to be pretty good. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Debate tonight, debate tomorrow night. Tonight on stage, Bernie and Elizabeth Warren standing side by side. Mm. Boot Edge Edge is up on stage also. Um, and uh, Marianne Williamson, who I'm a big fan ah, of. Ah, wait a minute. Now you got my I'll attention. call the president of New Zealand and say, girlfriend, you are so well, wrong. Well, tell her girlfriend you are so wrong. You are so long? <laughs> wrong. Or on? Wrong? Well, no. tell her girlfriend you are so wrong. You guys have on? no memory of these things. <laughs> no, so the, the the president of New Zealand said this this is the best place to be a woman in the world. Okay. And she was accepting that challenge, said, girlfriend, you are on, because I'm going to oh. make America the best place. Do you guys even follow politics? <laughs> Anyway, she's on the stage for a little comic relief. Uh, and I think tonight's going to be a snooze fest because you just you don't have people that are. Um, I mean, Bernie wouldn't bring up Hillary's emails. <laughs> I mean, he's he's not going to attack anybody. Elizabeth Warren's not going to I'm a communist, but I'm gentlemanly. But tomorrow night, I do think there are going to be attacks. One, because we've seen him before as Kamala Harris tried to climb over uh, Joe Biden. Tomorrow, you got Joe Biden on each side of him. Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, both black. Oh, and both desperate to score points. Well, Cory's really, really desperate. And currently, Joe Biden has over 50% of the black vote, according to a poll that just came out today. Over 50%. Next down the list, you go to 4%, 0%, 2%. I mean, he it's really spread thin. He's dominating the black candidates among the black vote. I mean, it's not even close Kamala Harris has 7% of the black vote. Biden has 53. Wow. Cory Booker doesn't even show up. You know what Booker's got to do? 
He's got to go straight on, 100% openly racial. That's why you're, I, you're supporting him. I'm a black man. Why are you not supporting me? That's why I predict tomorrow is almost guaranteed fireworks. Mm. And how much does that matter? No candidate on the Democratic side has gotten a nomination without being the person that won the black vote. Oh, interesting. Is yeah. it a 100% correlation since like Carter's day? Huh? Since uh, since they've been keeping track of this. You know, exit polling's fairly recent. Yeah, I just learned that today myself. Um, but since they've been keeping track of it in 92, I guess. With with just the, whoever gets the most of it, or do they need to have a major, like uh, over most. 50%? Whoever wins the black okay, vote gotcha. gets the nomination in the Democratic Party since 92 every time. Um, and he's, it's not even close right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I expect them to come at him hard on racial stuff, like you said, specifically around race. Oh, boy. And you got to stand up for yourself better than he did last time, which was not at all. The last time, he didn't even seem to understand he was being attacked. Right. And or thought, well, I'm the front runner. I'll just coast through this and keep smiling and nobody will notice. Which, with the poll that's out today, may be working for him. As he is currently ahead 34 to 15 in second place with Elizabeth Warren. I'm telling you. (laughs) The argument that Obama would not have picked me as his VP if I were as racist as people are claiming is a pretty strong one. Yeah, it is. It's decent, but I'll tell you this. He took a kneecap in last time, and he fell in the polls, and other people rose. Then people, their memories dimmed, and they thought, ah, he couldn't have been that bad. Old Joe, he's the VP. He's been around he's a modern yeah i think he can yeah yeah i'm back with joe joe all the way with joe and then he's going to come off as an octogenarian again in the debate tomorrow and i'm telling you he's going to get another beaten metaphorically speaking there's no you know justification discussing violence against our senior citizens but he he will absolutely be battered tomorrow i guarantee that's for the predicting and then we'll uh, see what happens and talk about it afterwards and it'll be exciting uh, we've got the things we're most likely to lie about early in a relationship and uh, people hearing fewer compliments. Which of these do you like better? Mm, definitely the relationship thing. Okay. I'll put this aside then. But it's really kind and generous of you to offer us that choice. Thank you. It's a compliment. <laughs> 40% of people wish they heard more compliments than they do. The average person says their significant other started complimenting them less around the six-year point in their relationship. <laughs> About the six-year point, you get less compliments. Keep track of that? I guess that's one of those things where they say, about when? I, I, I don't know. Was it like five years? Um, that's a round number. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's silly. People say they only get an average of four face-to-face compliments a week. And that's not as many as they used to get. The theory is that social media has made it so people are used to giving and receiving compliments online now. Oh, so you don't count uh, a, a big online a text or a like or something like that probably not yeah i feel like there's something about the face-to-face nature of them anyway here's my favorite part the compliments we like to hear from friends you're the top three Mm. you make me laugh you look young and i like your haircut nice (laughs) are three favorite compliments to get i don't look young i might make you laugh and you don't like my haircut so i'm only really eligible for one right that's sad (laughs) that's really really sad Boy, you have even eyebrows. Maybe they go with that. Your chin is the proper size for your face structure. That's nice. Thank you. It's very kind of you to say. How much time did you say, Michael? Uh, Two minutes. You're not a felon. And finally, things we're most likely to lie about early in a relationship. I'll count them up from 10 to 1. 
Hobbies and interests. Oh, come on. To me, that's like number one. That's like the that's the apple picking thing. It's a, oh, oh, I oh. love baseball. I'll go to baseball games with you all the time. To, right. We get married. <laughs> um, where they live. Who lies about where they live? Huh. Uh, current living arrangements. Current number of roommates living or living at home. Yeah, if you live at home, you might lie about it. Whether they're seeing other people. Ugh. Intentions with the relationship. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, their family, their job. You lie about what your job is? How long do you think you're going to be able to pull that off? Well, long s- enough in some cases. I sell meth to school children. Debt's a common one. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Spending How does that come up on early dates? Uh, I don't know. I wonder if it's one of those affirmative things. Yeah, I'm, I'm financially pretty comfortable, so I blah, blah, blah. Number one is... Guys know that's attractive, right? The number one lie we tell early in a relationship, salary. Who's talking about their salary early in a relationship? Uh, I never have. Never in never, any relationship never, on any ever, level. My wife ever, knows. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Period. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know humanity. I think if a guy, I'm assuming it's guys, if a guy tells you how much money he makes, he's lying. Run. Because the kind of guy if who they would tell, just yeah, offer it yeah, up. Yeah. 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 Subtract 30%. What's well, coming what up? if a woman <laughs> asks you? How much money then you make? Then run then, Yeah, then the other person needs to run. Yeah, right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jeez. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the war drags on. More American soldiers killed in Afghanistan. Oh, We've got that uh, and a lot more coming up. Yeah. When are we going to decide that that is what it's going to be and never get any better? God dang it. That's a tough story. Glad you're doing it, though. We've got several texts about this. So if you uh, carry the credit card Capital One, uh-huh. that's what I have. What's in your wallet? I was convinced because of Alec Baldwin. It's good enough for Alec Baldwin. It's good enough for me. Um, but anyway, 100 million of us had our info stolen, as often happens. And so this 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 chick who worked for one of their companies just decided for whatever reason... I'm going to hack in and, 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 and get this information out. No, I guess we don't know yet whether she did it for money or fame or whatever. Not anyway, clear to me yet, and I've followed the story. And right. Joe was standing up for girl power and how girls are doing well in the STEM. Right. The STEM I science. think it's right. empowering. I'm proud of her. A number of people pointing out uh, she actually associates as a girl, but is a Associates? biologically a guy. Oh! Oh, another disappointment for feminism in the tech world. So much like women's sports with a transgender woman breaking uh, weightlifting records, this is uh, another one of those. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know it. My uh, my airline card. I'm not going to tell you the airline because they're not paying me to. Uh, it's a chase card. I'd forgotten that. So is there any... So I'm the real victim here. So is there anything to the fact that this was a... Uh, a transgender woman and Bradley Manning, transgender woman. Oh, yeah. Is there anything to that? That seems like a pretty high ratio hey. of major breaches of security in the tech world. I will, you know, I could cook up harebrained theory for you, having to do with people who are really desperate for an identity. Who am I? I want to do something. I want to be known. I want people to know I'm um, impressive. Identity issues. I think, you know, that's your broad category. Uh, Some of these uh, shooters who don't understand, you will fill your pants, you will die covered in dirt on the pavement, looking like a pathetic mess, and no one will speak your name 
ever again. You will vanish, you pathetic loser. Um, those people have identity issues, too. They want to be known. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the war drags on. Two U.S. service members were killed in Afghanistan when an infiltrator dressed as a member of the Afghan security forces opened fire on them yesterday. Now, according to the reports, the shooting took place in Kandahar. The Afghan gunman was shot and wounded. He's in custody with the Afghan forces. The two U.S. service members were assigned to advise and assist the uh, Afghan army. They have not been identified. They're waiting to notify the family before they publicly identify them. The incident now brings a number of U.S. troops killed in action in Afghanistan this year to 14. So this is not a knock on Trump because I think it was the same for Obama and to for Bush to a certain extent. How often do they even think about the fact that we've got a war going on in Afghanistan? Is it every day? Or How often do they get updates on the alleged negotiations between the Taliban and the, the Afghan government? Or bring somebody in and say, "How things are things going? Is this working? Is that working?" And, and the members of Congress, right, on the various committees. Uh, how how often are they spending any time thinking about we have soldiers over there in theory at war in Afghanistan now for still. nineteen years, eighteen years, eighteen, and with people still dying? What is the goal? Is anybody, nobody ever talks about it. Reach a negotiated settlement remember as it soon as possible. Remember, it wasn't mentioned at all in the State of the Union address. Not a word about it. Right. Um, well, okay, a negotiated settlement, why didn't we do that two years ago or today? It's going to be the same result. I, I don't, I'll, I'll, it's just, it's so sad all the way around. Because we still had the difficult to comprehend belief that we could turn that country around. I guess. Was a jailed opposition leader in Russia poisoned, or was it an allergic reaction? Excuse me. He was poisoned. Clearly. He's allergic to poison. We're splitting hairs. (laughs) Alexei Navalny's personal doctors telling reporters outside the Moscow hospital where he was being treated that she's certain the activist was deliberately poisoned with a chemical agent. Navalny was taken from jail on Sunday with severe inflammation on his face and rashes on his entire upper body. His doctor says the swelling has now disappeared after treatment. Navalny's already back in jail over her objections. She said whoever had poisoned him had likely done so to scare him. She said they're not waiting on toxicology tests. She is trying frantically to get him out of jail. Well, of course. It's it's amazing that uh, Putin has allowed him to live as long as he has. Some wealthy parents in Illinois are giving up custody of their college-bound children to allow them to qualify for college financial aid. How much for these children? That's according to a report in the Wall Street Journal in ProPublica, Illinois. Now, to do it, parents transfer guardianship of their 16- or 17-year-olds to a family member or a friend citing some issue at home. Hey, Jim, you're poor. Do you mind adopting my kid? (laughs) Citing some issue at home that they say doesn't allow them to care for their child anymore. The teen can then go ahead and claim financial independence and report only income from work, like summer work or after-school jobs, which lets them qualify for need-based financial aid for college. The whole thing, top to bottom, is completely out of control, the whole college thing. Why it costs so much, the way people pay for it, the fact that it's so easy to cheat in a number of different ways... 
the fact that the people are going to class right. less than ever, doing less homework than ever. Professors are teaching less than ever. The fact that people are coming out with less knowledge than ever. You've got these giant multi tens of millions of dollars institution yeah. with 90% empty rooms and empty classes and the rest of it and people paying many tens of thousands of dollars to learn a fraction of what they used to it's just it so needs reform but where's that where's the energy come from They're for pro- serious right. campus reform you got to stop participating that's what i'm going to do um uh the uh, the college town I live in is building more of the five star hotel like dorms that really? everybody pays for. Wow. It's uh, I know it's a, couple a competition, of people, Jack, yeah. for the more affluent student. I know a couple of people who are talking about what the meal plan for their kids costs. The ridiculous amount of more than it costs for me to go to college. They're paying for the meal plan plans for their kids, and their kids eat like they're at a well, I'd like a five star hotel. Why? Why is your 20-year-old eating better than you, and you're paying for it so that they can learn something? Why? Yeah, I know. Why well, that's the only way this? to learn something, Jack. What do you not get? There's no information about, you know, arts, humanities, politics, economics, right. accounting, you name it, available anywhere but on a college campus. I, I, I'm curious. Could you give a range, a price range, what they're paying? Ten grand, twenty grand. Yeah, it was tens of thousands of dollars per Jeez. year. For the meal plan. For a meal plan at one university. This is a really high dollar place, well, but yeah. it's like ten thousand dollars for the meal plan. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you eating like you're at a resort <laughs> on vacation? Uh, well, because you are at a resort on vacation at a lot of these university campuses. I think it ought to be more like a Dickensian work camp. It ought to be Oliver <laughs> Twist. A bowl of gruel. If they want more, beat them. That's the way it'll be at Joe Getty University. It's going to be like $4,000 a year. There's going to be a lot of yelling. I mean, your kid's going to learn or they get the hell out. Yeah, introduce your kids to Hot Pockets and Top Ramen and I'm stuff I'm going like to give that. you such a negative review, Professor Joe. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll give you my review you right now. You're a snowflake and a punk. Get out. It's not only oh. not Hot Pockets and Top Ramen or Beanie Weenies, which was my meal of choice. Right, right. It's better than they're going to eat again in their lives unless they end up with a really, really great job. Mm. You'll never eat that good again. Why? Why are we doing this? That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. I talked to a friend uh, the other day who uh, teaches at a college, and we were talking about the, uh, the reviews they get from the students and how hilarious some are, how you can't... You can't properly describe how snowflakey some of these people are without sounding like it's exaggeration. And I, I've got to talk to him or her right. about if we can ever share any of those. Um, but, man, you have not. And it's not all kids. It's far from all kids. But, man, there is a vocal minority of kids who thinks the world is there to powder their bottom. How would you come to any other conclusion if you're staying at a resort <laughs> someone else is paying for? And if you say a professor was really mean to me and I felt threatened and it was not a safe space, they get fired. How could you avoid starting to think you're a little prince or princess?
I guess. I'm um, looking up at the screen. D- but d- if I'm running that corrupt, corrupt business, getting people to pay me $30,000 a year to give their kids $4,000 worth of information, tops, I'm going to fire that professor, too. Are you kidding? The gravy trains are rolling. <laughs> woo, woo. Don't, let, don't let anything derail it. Woot, <laughs> woot. Do I see that OJ has done another video post on his Twitter? Oh, boy. Okay, we'll come back with that. He's got some advice for the Democrats. Well, he's going to watch the debate tonight. He's weighing in on the politics. Fantastic. Stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A couple of quick things. If you're a parent of children of the right age, you're excited that the new Dogman book is coming out. The latest installment. Do I understand that's a spinoff from the Captain Underpants series? It is. I was a big fan of the Captain as a young dad. Same guy, uh, Mr. Uh, Pilkey. This one is called Dogman, For Whom the Ball Rolls. <laughs> That's so good. And the Dogmans are pretty darn funny. My kids just couldn't love them more. But anyway, that comes out in a couple of weeks. There'll be a new one hit the shelves. Dogmans? Dogmen. Dogsman. It's just in time for school to start. That's what he timed it for. Oh, school boy. starting back up again. Selling books. People reading them. Schools buying them for the oh, library. Yeah, book fairs and stuff. Not yeah. to mention uh, hiding a little read there in your uh, textbook. Hmm. I know I used to. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, O.J. Simpson has a Twitter feed, as we've talked about for a couple of weeks. Since the he, football player? Why is he in the news? And he commented on the last debate. I remember he had some comments on the debate and one of the responses, which, which candidate would you stab first? <laughs> wow. But to be honest, I, I don't know most of these guys. <laughs> but anyway, he's back on the Twitter with a little Democratic talk today. <laughs> As far as the debates are concerned, I saw where one of the people actually put out a plan, something for them to uh, uh, debate the merits of tonight. Now, they all should do that. It's easy to say, oh, we should fix global warming. Uh, We should have an affordable health care plan. We should have a chicken in every pot. All of that sounds good. The question is, how are you going to do it? Don't point the fingers about what somebody once did or may have done. Put your plan out there. Let's hear you guys debate the merits of that plan. Sometimes I wish uh, there were no Democrats. I wish there were no Republicans. There you go. I wish there were just Americans. I'm O.J. Simpson. there's no country. Well-known murderer with my take on tonight's Democratic debate. Um, O.J., a lot of them do have plans. People ignore their plans. How strange is the world? Yeah, I know. I know. How many followers does he have now? You're on his site. 865,000. I wonder how many he needs to like make serious money. Uh, far less than that if really? you're clicking on his links and buying his fantasy football advice. So he could be making decent. Is that what he's doing? Oh, yeah. Almost everything he says is fantasy football related. Yeah. The, okay. I, the first like 90 seconds of this thing was a fantasy football who's holding out update that I edited out. Of all the geeks out there pitching, I can help your fantasy team, why would you go with the murderer? <laughs> Just because, I mean, there are a bunch of former NFL running backs out there. Why the killer? You know, honestly, Take care. He's, 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 he's in front of some shrubs there. The sun shining. Reminds me a lot of uh, Nicole's front yard. Ooh, wow. Ooh, way to go, OJ. Yeah. Don't wow. cut yourself on a glass if you go to a hotel, OJ. Take care. And I was driving, right, I was, I was driving around L.A. You too. 
Now it's kind of like in the Hollywoodish area and around there and going places. This is when we went over to West Coast Customs to uh, show my son where that TV show is made. But anyway, so many of the roads that I know are from the OJ trial. Mm. I was on Bundy Drive and I right. was just to end up on right. various places. The just... Bundy Drive residence. Right. Exactly. Mm. Oh. Just looking at the text, a lot of people complaining about what it costs to feed their kids at college. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't. Boy, they really touted the 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 food at my kid's school, Little D's school, and how did we she says it's there? just terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, says it's terrible. So you pay a lot, and it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it will keep you from starvation, which you know is a box to check when you're talking about food. But so bean and cheese quesadillas. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Nothing looks worse than a cafeteria bean and cheese. Uh, anything. My son refuses to eat the, the cafeteria's bean and cheese. He's told me what it looks like. We all know what it looks like. <laughs> so a couple of notes from the uh, the email line, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, both financial. Uh, when I entered the workforce, we were talking about uh, retirement and retirement savings yesterday and how so many Americans uh, have none. Boomers. Boomers, yeah. Have none or certainly insufficient. People 57 and older with z- half have zero. When I entered the workforce at 16, I'd never been taught about saving for retirement. Why aren't there financial classes in high school? Uh, There are in some schools, but they don't test that on the standardized tests. It should be like that's the what first the teachers period. and administrators care about. It should so. be the first period of your day and the last period of your day. Yep. <laughs> and then other stuff in between. You should be taught in school how to balance a checkbook, how to set a budget, what's FICO, how does it affect every aspect of your life? What's a mortgage? What percent should you put aside? Perhaps if I'd been taught financial skills as a high schooler, I'd be in better financial shape today. And I don't know what your uh, life has been like, uh, my friend. I certainly heard about the importance of savings uh, long ago, but, you know. But, God, you should come out of, out of high school with complete understanding of credit scores and how that whole thing works. Right. Yeah, a lot of good points in there, but I I, I don't think we should be focusing on how to balance a checkbook. That seems yeah, like maybe yeah, uh, yeah. something yeah. of a bygone era. Just a, for instance... Hey, fellas, heard you discussing the Zuck Bucks on uh, your podcast, the fabulous <laughs> One More Thing, uh, which is available wherever podcasts are given away because we're stupid. We'll and be wanted, taping another one here in about 10 minutes. Wanted to add to that conversation, I traveled China way more often than I should, about 7 to 10 times a year. Cool. Wow. Wow, I've never been there at all. And cash is almost completely dead in that country. You can only pay with WeChat at most places. McDonald's, no cash, just WeChat. Got to be linked to a Chinese bank account, which I'm sure the government likes, so they can keep better watch on everyone and what they're buying. That's a lot of it. Oh, yeah. It is now my incredible privilege to present final thoughts with these moron Armstrong and Getty. Thank you, Mr. President. President from Jamestown this morning. Live. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the hour. Producer, Positive Sean, final thought? Yeah, I will uh, finish the show the same way I started with the recommendation of my new favorite TV show, The Boys on Amazon. Uh, It is about superheroes, but it is not something you should watch with your kids. Uh, Very entertaining. Check it out if you're interested. Mm, In the control room, it's Michelangelo. Michael? Very simple. Tonight I want funny faces, stupid human tricks, obscenities, and wacky statements from no-name candidates. Excellent. Marsha Phillips, your final thought. Well, I know what I'm going to do this afternoon. Wine and cake, because today is National Cheesecake Day. No, it's not. <laughs> and there is an emporium right across the street from the Armstrong and Getty it's, Complex. It's like a big factory that cranks yes. out cheesecake. Yes. Imagine that. It should be called cheese pie. 
I love cheesecake. I had to swear it off many years ago because I could eat nothing but cheesecake yep. every day, all day long. Jack, do you have a final thought you'd like to share? I think tonight's debate will be a snoozer, but we will bring you the highlights tomorrow on our analysis if you're not the sort of person that wants to dedicate two lives, two hours of your life to the darn thing. Tomorrow night's going to be action-packed, though. Right. Yeah, there's two nights because there's 20 candidates. Yeah. Uh, but right. if you don't want to sit through it because you realize someday you'll be on your deathbed and resent and regret the time you've wasted. <laughs> yeah. Think, why did I do that? We'll bring you the good stuff tomorrow morning on the Armstrong and Getty Show. My final thought is Kellogg's is going to uh, start selling a baby shark cereal based on the popularity of that song. So if you're stupid and your kids are hungry, go out and buy a case. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just going to be shaped like little sharks, but tastes the same as a hundred other Fruit series. Loops or Lucky yeah. Charms or any of the other ones. Your kids will eat sugar-packed crap no matter what shape it is. True that. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Email us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say... How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? In a way, the fact that people are so invested in creating this false narrative about me is the crystal lady, wacky new age nutcase. If you really think about it, I must be doing something right that they're so scared, don't you think? Well, tell her girlfriend you were so on. Armstrong and Getty.